swords we handle art to spark souls and charge tolls to cross roads and bandits are catacombs and giant doors protect the chest and stores from legendary items with the dragon bones and iron it's horse. a grand theft of elk scrolls simon's quest with toe and earl rock shoes to every clue easter eggs and gaming news the potus needs some bad dudes to crash crew like bandicoot all shit a game in english control shows Control issues. Yes, yes, y'all. Yes, y'all. Yes, yes y'all. y'all. Well, this is Control Issues. I am the AM. And this is a dub. You can find us at control issues.com. You can also go to your podcast provider, whoever that may be. Download Control Issues, subscribe to it, rate it, review it, give it five stars. Head on over to twitch.tv slash control issues pod where we put up gameplay videos for your viewing pleasure. And also head on over to Twitter. My control issues is the handle AMC. How you living? Living well, living well, a dub. Um, yeah, you know, outside of just the horrific news of the week, um, just enjoying, enjoying um, life. My brother's niece. It was her birthday, so we went, got all the kids together. They got a yes. multi-roomed bounce house, <laughs> which, I never, which I had never seen before. A bounce um, compound. Yeah, it was a complex. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, it was awesome. Uh, just seeing the kids go in there, Theo wanted nothing to do with it until the very end of the party when most of the kids had left. But once he got in, he enjoyed the shit out of it, which is, I guess, all I, all I can ask for as a father is that, like, you, you say no, you say no. Once I get you in there, then you realize, like, this, see, this is what I've been telling you this entire time. <laughs> like, or maybe he just wanted to enjoy it in a in a lower stress environment. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, well, there was definitely a couple of kids like crying because they were just it was just it was bedlam in there. Like the walls may be like soft and squishy, but the kids' heads aren't, and they were just all running into each other. And some some kids <laughs> left there not the same, <laughs> like bowling pins in the dryer. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh. It was great, uh, but it was good. Had a good time. Good time had by all. Watched some boxing. Watched Javante Davis last night. That was absolutely amazing. Was that pay per view or was that like the zone? It was a uh, pay per view. It was Showtime uh, pay per view. It's a great uh, fight though. Um, and yeah, and just uh, I started Lego Batman. I didn't finish it though, but it's already off to an amazing start. <laughs> okay. Yeah, it's uh, it's it's pretty incredible. The first ten minutes are will blow your mind of like just how funny it is. Like everything about it. like Batman's just insane. It's great. It's Legos. It's it's self aware. <laughs> they 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 throw back to all the previous like Batman movies, but within the Lego form. Bane has the uh, well Batman voice. Like it's mm-hmm. absolutely amazing. Like it's oh, incredible. that's timeless. Yeah, it's incredible. Um, but how, how about yourself, A Dub? How was your week? Well, you know. It wasn't as good as it could have been. You know, I was looking forward to it, you know, get my hair cut, go out and stuff. Ended up getting a little under the weather. So I was, you know, real congested and stuff for most of the week. Still got that haircut, still went out, but just, you know, kept it under control, kept it, kept it tight in the pocket. Uh, other than that, you know, had some good food, did all right at work. Uh, I missed a whole week of working out. So that sucks. But I'll be back on it. 
Got my car smog check. Finally passed it. Four tries. Fourth time's the charm. Mm. And yeah, so just waiting on my tags. Hopefully they arrive before my insurance is up. Or not my insurance, my registration. Whatever. Black guy problems. I don't want to be on the streets with expired tags. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But at the same token, it's like, if I'm going to get shot over some expired tags, then I was I was just meant to die that day. <laughs> that's kind of how I, I look at life. Well, yeah, that's about it. Nothing special. All right, well, A-Dub, we talked about your week as far as life shit. How about them gaming shit? What you been playing, my man? That gaming shit. Oh, man, just <sighs> more Elden Ring. <laughs> can't, can't stop. Um, about 50 hours into my second character. Um you, I'm leaning on my spell, my spellcraft, my witchery, <laughs> throwing these projectiles, throwing these waves, throwing, uh, getting into the night spells because those are those are like a Celia assassins. So, you know, it seems like from what I read, these spells they get dodged less often. So I'm using those, and while they have a longer windup and they cost more points. They do good damage and enemies don't see him. Like the big, the big metalhead guy who like slams his head into the ground. When I throw spells from the front, they get absorbed by his helmet. But I have this spell that hits him in the back, and that's one of the night spells, the ambush shard. And I'm just pulling the the spell into his back. And by the time he reaches me, I'm just, ah, dead. <laughs> and yeah, it's just, it's great. Like. And when my first time through, there are many situations where I'd see enemies and like, okay, I know either eventually I'm going to have to face those or I can just jump down right now, take them out and work my way out in reverse, which usually ends up working out better. But with the, with the mage and throwing these spells, it's just like, oh, there's some enemies down there. <laughs> just, just dead, just one shot. One shot, one shot. Got my intelligence to forty, so my my meteorite staff with its with its S intelligence scaling is oh man, it's it's awesome. Like eventually, I'm going to get a better wand that has better scaling and everything. But right now, just rolling with what I have is really getting the job done. I I managed to get an armor set now that normally would have been something that I found more toward the end of the game. So now I'm running around in that real early. I'm almost level 100, still haven't taken on Margit yet. Have, haven't set foot in Stormvale Castle yet. So I already know that's going to be a breeze. My, my main weapon is plus 21. So there's only four more levels of upgrades that it can get. I've been upgrading my shield, which is something that I didn't do on my first run until like almost the end of the game. So it's... It, it it's giving me more defense and is behaving in the way that I expected she was to behave. So that was something that I missed out on a lot. I'm finding a lot more secrets. I mean, I found a boss in a, in a hero grave that I didn't even know that I missed. And I'm still looking for a means by which to destroy the chariot. And yeah, I just keep finding stuff. And it's awesome. Like I just, I went to one of those statues, you know, the ones where, you examine them and they shoot that little that blue beam and they're pointing at something mm-hmm. like there's one I found in Kaled and I was like what the hell is that pointing to and how the hell do I get there 
I come to find out exactly where it is. It was just like, they put a dungeon. They basically put a dungeon in a boss area. <laughs> and you have to look for it. I was like, oh, okay, I see. I see. So it's, I'm still finding things that I missed the first go round. I'm taking out all the field bosses, taking out the night bosses, uh, just exploring further and further. Like I, I made it to a particular part that I was doing all this exploring to reach. So now I'm working on the series of side quests that you get in that location. And, you know, getting my benefits. I already got one armor set. And I was like, oh, I got to get my endurance up so I can wear it. <laughs> bumping my vigor up. Like, I think when I hit level 100, I'll go and I'll take on Margaret. <laughs> Probably wax ass. Like, I think I, I think I could bring up my, my Ash Summon like another one or two levels. It's getting close to plus 10. Like, I'm killing it. I'm upgrading multiple weapons. I'm starting. I'm figuring out what I want to do. I need to mess around with more spells. You know, I got a new meteor spell. I got um, I got the big magical great bow spell where you charge it up and you shoot the huge arrow. Like, oh, man. Every now and then I bust that out when, when things get real thick. <laughs> Overall, though, I'm having a blast. It's awesome. It it. It feels like a completely different experience just going through more thoroughly without pushing the main path. And like, yeah, I'm catching everything. I'm looking up stuff. So I'm making sure like, all right, is this something or is this something that I can ignore? So just staying on top of it. Like Elden Ring is the game that keeps on giving. If, if there's another major patch in its future, I'd be very interested to see what that adds to the experience, if anything at all. But overall, it was fantastic the first time through, and it is somehow exceeding even that example on the second time through. This isn't even a game plus, AFC. Uh, two games play a little bit more moving out. Don't have much more to say there. Just, you know, same game, just loving it, pushing it, pushing through the end. Um, hit another objective where we're just like fuck like how are we gonna have to skip this but we're gonna go back and try it again um but uh play some elden ring about the same there push push further unlock some map um took down took down my first dragon what uh, yeah that was great asc dragon slayer yeah dragon slayer that was was fun it was was like it was a fun fight i got my i didn't realize that my i guess my summon one, I didn't know that there were like legendary summons. And so I, I, I realized that the summon I had been running with was a legendary. So I was like, oh, hell yeah. Because he has been like kicking it, or she actually has been kicking ass based on the description. Um, what, what summon is it? It's like a headless person. Oh. Uh, they, 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 they throw a spear. They have like a flaming, I think, flaming spear or something like that. But yeah, they handle nice. business. Like every, every, every fight that I've been in, like they just hold it down. <laughs> so like it, it allows me to just sit back and do my, my, my sorcerer shit exactly. <laughs> while, while they're just in the fight. Just so, throwing like, magic from the back in well, the like, corner yeah, of the shadows. Well, yeah, the way it ha- works is like they'll go in to attack. I'm like running around as the, as like the boss is chasing me. They'll get in enough shots where the boss then has to like factor them in. So the boss then turns to them. They start duking it out one-on-one. And then I sit there and then I start conjuring up my spells. Like I have these, um, 
I can summon these daggers above my head. And basically, whenever an enemy gets within range, those daggers go right at the enemy. So it's like a stone phalanx. Yeah. So that's like a, it's like a secondary, like a passive attack, which is great. And then, so I set that up and then I start casting my spells, hitting them. And then typically after about like three or four shots, the boss will then come after me. I'll hit him with the, uh, the phalanx and then start running again. And then the, the summon will start fucking up the boss enough where then the boss has to factor them back in. And then that's yep. when I, I reset up, rinse and repeat and take the boss out. <laughs> Dang, I didn't even think about just pulling out the phalanx. The phalanx has been awesome because it's, as you said, like the, um, with that, that one basic attack that you get, that's like your, I guess your quickest attack, it does miss pretty often um, if they're not coming right at you. So uh, the phalanx is like a good setup for um, just because it never misses. And so I always know that I have this passive attack ready to go to at least slow up the enemy or get off a couple shots in case I miss with my other attacks. There you go. Um, that's why I said like I once I bought like a bunch of spells, I was like, oh, hell yeah. Like I might just go in and like, uh, like I, I have the uh, enhancement for the shield. So I, I boost that up. Then I get the phalanx going, and then I get my other attacks going, and yeah, so like I'm just yeah, <laughs> just like a full on like like wizard, um, yeah. To the point now, like now that I got the dragon thing, and I understand, all right, I understand like what the dragon currency is, which is a, a dragon heart. I mm-hmm. I'm like I'm gonna I'm considering doing that. The problem is like you need a lot of arcane, which I haven't put any points into. So that's um that's one of those things that I'm gonna hold off on, but I do want to see it because based on the descriptions of the moves, like it's just something I want to see <laughs> in the game, like to see what it'd be like to like I guess summon or become a dragon. I have no idea how it works, but when it happens, it's gonna be amazing. Like I haven't I haven't looked at any video footage right up on anything in the game, so it's yes. all like oh like this is interesting. Let's see what happens once I get that and. If it, if it works out the way I'm hoping, then I'll just be that next level wizard. <laughs> I do like doing those tests again, where it's like, all right, let me equip all this shit that I haven't seen yet. And let's just go step outside this cave. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and just run through what everything does, how it looks, how I feel about it. Yeah. And, like, and then once you get them out, then you got to like figure out the order in which so that you can like, like smoothly transition in between spells if you need to um like i have like my my distance attack and then the one right after that um as far as like the spells is my like i don't know like my blade summon attack and so it's just like i'll I'll hit them hit them hit them switch it up right as they get in do the next thing and then i'll do the blade like energy blade and then hit them with that so it's like it's a good it's a good like uh transition and then right after that is the phalanx so at that point i'm getting my distance and i'm I'm summoning the phalanx and then i'm going back rinse and repeat go back to my distance attack and then my energy blade and then get the fuck out of there um interesting i I think i may need to mess around with the energy blades and just see what's going on with like the intelligence scale in there yeah especially you because you have like the katana and everything like they have that other one where you can i guess imbue your weapon which i have no idea exactly how that works but i'm, I'm curious to see what that how that works out oh I'm switching it up i'm not just falling back on the katana i'm back on the twin blade oh nice nice all right all still right. thinking about the sword of night and flame since that's like what um, that is but i'll find out <laughs> well you will you will it's it's uh, I, I wouldn't say it's, I don't think you'll miss it. I think you'll be inquisitive enough to find it. It's it's not well hidden. <laughs> I haven't gotten any, um, I don't know if it's the ashes, ashes of war, which you like put on like your, your weapons slash shields, right? Or bow and arrows. 
Correct. Uh, I haven't gotten any for the staffs. Like, have you gotten those? Like, and are they good? <laughs> I don't know. Oh, for like, like your wand and shit. Yeah, yeah. It's like an Ash of War for that, basically. I don't think I so. I haven't gotten any. That's why I was curious. Okay, yeah, I don't cool. think those have ashes because. Yeah. Know. Okay, so outside of that, I've um, I started Dead Cells this week. As I mentioned Ooh. last week, I beat oh, Hades, and so this is now my my Switch game as I, that I play when I'm got some free time <laughs> uh with work and i'm working from home and the kids can't bother me and shit like that so like that the daytime the daytime gaming the the you know the wholesome gaming and i gotta say fucking dead cells is absolutely amazing aw you you it said <laughs> you said it was good i i knew it was good i'd watch like you know when you were streaming it i'd watch some of it but like yeah once you get your hands on it because i you know i didn't pay attention to a lot of like the um the other stuff like i think I'm, like you had been a couple hours in and so what i do like about that game is how it kind of introduces you in and like how there is kind of tutorial like you go in you got your npcs talking to you you're kind of bumping up shit you die you come back it's slightly different it's like oh you notice that the world has changed <laughs> <laughs> so it's like it's acknowledging like it's procedural generation but working it into like you know the gameplay and all that and in the story which is awesome and then just it's funny it's like for a silent character a lot of a lot of personality kicking shit oh, like reacted to it <laughs> in certain ways like uh, on doors yeah i love it oh i love that too that um kind of that hotline miami ish thing where if you like smash through the door like you like fuck up the enemy where you yep. <laughs> that is that is my shit and you get those free combos off <laughs> yes sir uh i will i do have a question for you strategy wise so um I'm kind of so I'm still very early on in the game, so I'm like really learning it, trying to figure out like my strategies and tactics and things like that. So I know that you have like the the red, the purple, and the green. Now, did you go when you have like those upgrades for them? Did you go for the one that just maximized your health, or did you actually focus on like any of those specific colors? Uh, it, it was a combination of both. I would alternate between red and purple, just as diminishing returns caught up. Okay, so it was like because. Like it's, it's a give and take kind of thing. Like you'll, you can keep investing in one exclusively, but mm -hmm. to the detriment of your health gains, because at some point investing in the other ones is just going to be more beneficial to you when it comes to your hit points. Like for my attacks, I use red weapons and purple weapons. So obviously I'm going to pay into those and build those up. But eventually it's like, all right, but let me get a green one right now just to get that health boost. You know, you just, you balance it out. And then there's the mutations. And like yes, yeah, yeah. I got those. Upgrades. So I've been, I, yeah, I've been playing with those too. Um, that, th those have been awesome. Just, uh, I, I, I was going with the, I think as I kill enemies, I get a little health, but it's a very minute amount of health. Mm -hmm. And then there is another one. Oh, and then there's the one where you get the extra life. And so I've been going with that more just to get like a, try to squeeze as much out of the run as possible. Um, as like, I learn more about the game. Uh, yeah, that's, uh, it was, it, and it's great too. It's like a game where, you know, there, there are part, like when I'm in it, I'm in that world and early on, there's that urge where it's like, I have no idea what's going on. I got all these blue cells. I have no idea what to do with them. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like it, but then like, yeah, you just, you move on to the next place. It's like, oh, okay, here's the marketplace. Or like, I, I give this, I get my upgrades. I get to invest those into these, uh, into these upgrades that I carry on with me into every run, which is awesome. So like, I got like my, um, I got like the potion right away. Um, and then um, I'm upgrading like a thing where it's like when I, 
break, I think when I break like a box or whatever, uh, those things like are, can like, uh, I guess convert to gold. So I'm trying to get my currency up. I also upgraded the thing where whatever, like I can, I think carry up to a thousand gold from run to run if I have it on me when I die. So shit like that. Um, but yeah, I am loving the game. One of, I, I still, I'm just getting, collecting blueprints at this point. So it's, you know, it's kind of the, um, I love every bit of a roguelike, but it's like almost the most fun part of the roguelike. We are just unlocking shit. <laughs> like just unlocking like weapons, getting blueprints, things like that, getting a new weapon, trying that out, getting like a grenade, trying that out, getting mm-hmm. a new shield, trying that out, got a new bow, shooting three arrows, trying that out. Yes. Um, uh, just different weapons. They also like introduce like, uh, I've come across like some of the new content that was like added in uh, from the previous game, from uh, not the previous games, from what's it called uh the other games, other that, games. <laughs> yeah the other game, like guacamelee um hollow knight hollow knight and things like that um things like that and and yeah just enjoying all that aspect of it that they've added into the game and it's just a solid game love the retro retro style but what i also love about it is it's retro but you like feel the attacks um I also like the fact that it doesn't do that bullshit where like you bump into the enemy, you take damage. <laughs> you know, yeah. some, some games it's like, all right, I can't like just drop down because if I drop down anywhere near this dude, that means I'm going to get hit. So, but like, I can like just straight up bump into dudes. <laughs> That's like, cool. You get hit, you get bounced in the opposite direction. You're invisible. Yeah. <laughs> you you got to recoil. <laughs> Another strategy question. Um, so I've been kind of going like weapon and shield and like trying to get these pairs down, but do you go like double weapon? Do you go uh, like, you know, like bow and then like sword, like ranged and melee? How'd you do that? My favorite weapon combination is the impaler and the lightning. Uh, is that like the lightning whip or whatever? The impaler is, a, well, no, there's like, you have like chain lightning. And you just okay. cast lightning. Yes, yes. <laughs> and you and you hold it. <laughs> so I would get, I would try to get those two weapons as like yeah. the the highest rank version that I possibly can. Like you know, what, once you get enough runs under your belt, you get good enough at the game where you're you're getting those bonus doors at between levels. Mm-hmm. Then you'll start to get really powerful stuff that you can use you know, going forward. So like the impaler, what was dope about that is number one, it's a long ass spear. So it's got reach and it pushes enemies back. And I think it does additional damage to enemies who have their backs against walls. Mm-hmm. So just push, push, dot, dot, it's just either direction. If an enemy was a little bit above me or below me, hit them with the lightning that would change everything else. And it, the way I built the character, it was just so quick. And I could just keep moving. Every time you're coming down, come down with a, a downward smash, crush anything that's there, hit them with the spear, and just keep that momentum going. It was outrageous. Yeah, the, the weapon I was running with, my last one, it was from uh, Curse of the Dead Gods. I had a, uh, a pistol and a machete. <laughs> that was absolutely mm-hmm. amazing. <laughs> it sounds awesome. That's definitely my style. Yeah. Um, all right, let's get into these topics of the week. Top topics of the week. You got a dub you want to lead off? Yeah, sure. Step up to the plate. Take a little, little swing of Rooney. Mm-hmm. It's going to start off big. Mm-hmm. going to start off great. Gonna start off as soon as the web page is generated. Hold up. Yeah. <laughs> PlayStation has announced 
Sunday State Play Broadcast. Yes. Coming soon. How soon, AMC? I'm going to tell you, A-Dub. <laughs> <laughs> it's coming uh, Thursday, June 2nd. Nice. Yep. So set your calendars, set your clocks, get ready because Sony is about to rock your socks off. Oh, wait. Am I setting expectations too high? Because you probably want to tamp that down. What they said is we're going to get a sneak peek at several games in development for PSVR 2 as well as games from their third party partners. So, yes, uh, it doesn't sound like first party content is really going to be on display here. Stay and play. It's 30 minutes, and this uh, will end up preceding the Microsoft and Bethesda showcase that's on June 12th. AMC, how do you feel about the state of play and its contents? Uh, interesting. Definitely managing my expectations. They said, yeah, with that focus on the third party and uh, VR, um, a lot of the rumblings I've been hearing, um, as, as you were mentioning also, is that we're expecting to see Final Fantasy 16. Uh, I we had seen content before from that game, and I, I believe we had heard news that pretty much they are towards the end of their development cycle with that game. So it's knowing that uh, I feel like we're going to be seeing it soon, which is awesome, and I feel like this is the perfect place for that since it's already been announced. Um, why not do it here? As far as something for people to like t- walk away with and. You know, have something to talk about and as much as people are like you know we had our whole conversation about like square enix and the state of square enix uh, it doesn't really matter when there, when there's announcements with final fantasy people show up and show yep. out and yep. so that that could be enough to to carry this on its own so i i am interested and as i had said like i'm very much on the fence with this one so as i see more gameplay this is definitely the um if they want to do that, that focus, as opposed to, you know, dropping Final Fantasy 16 with a bunch of other first party games that they would get lost in the shuffle. This could be the, the Final Fantasy 16 dedicated uh, state of play. Um, this is this, this is that time to get me you know on board to possibly day one that or, or get it down the line. So that's definitely what I'm looking at. Uh, I know like people assume because of like as you mentioned with the timing and around like the Bethesda where what would have been E3. Um, people would assume that this is the big showcase but it's looking like that's not going to be the case uh i looked at um as i was reading about it on ign they had mentioned that sony had waited until september to do its full showcase and that was where we saw the first gameplay of god of war ragnarok uh the insomniac tease of spider-man 2 wolverine that wolverine game and nice little republic remake so if they it seems like that's going to be the same case knowing that they've already you know manage expectations to be focused on you know third party and vr um so that's that's not saying that we're not going to see some bangers especially when it comes to vr but uh yeah uh so i'm i'm expecting to just to see hopefully final fantasy and maybe like one other game that like blows my socks off how about yourself a dub well i mean hey this might be the year that vr like finally goes past the tipping point and really shows its stuff i mean we're basically getting a confirmation that well, we've already had the confirmation, but further reinforcement that PSVR 2 is a thing. It's coming along. There are games for it. So, you know, if they already have a library that's going to be set to release fairly soon, which I'm guessing that's the only reason they're showing these games, then that says to me that they're going to have a peripheral pretty soon as well. So, Do you think, uh, you think we get a release date at this event? Window. You know how it goes. Let's yeah, yeah. let's get the release window. Something vague, maybe a quarter. 
Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we've, we've seen the we've seen the hardware at this point, and so yeah, um, we're gonna see the games, and yeah, maybe that will be the uh, the next thing will be the release date. So you, you don't do it all at once. I know people they're like, oh, give it give it to me now, and it's like, no, we're gonna piecemeal this shit to you <laughs> because we know you're just waiting for this for that little drop, that little detail. So yeah, we're gonna leave you hanging just a yeah. little bit. <laughs> you know, in in so far as other like sneak peeks. I would really love it if, for some reason, Sony State of Play got to show off gameplay for Callisto Protocol. If that happened, I'd be like, yeah, Sony just won. Just won the E3 that never happened. (laughs) 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 Can't tell me no different. So, but no. I mean, things I want to see. I I really don't know, man. With Starfield being delayed. (laughs) <laughs> that's still the only thing I want to see but yeah definitely Callisto Protocol I would like to see the Dead Space remake in some kind of representative form mm. to see what that's going to look like in motion uh, ooh, what else would I want to see except because it's like third party so it's like it's it's hard to imagine what that could be because there's, there's there's so many options once you go to that like scale I would like to see a more guided or more directed and like fluid demonstration of Final Fantasy 16's combat. Something where he's just not going off on an air combo for like 15 hits. Something where he's moving through the world and having like organic natural encounters and not necessarily holding back but doing only what's necessary to get through to the next thing. Like, but still showing off the mechanics. Like, Alright, this is your fire. You can do it infinitely. Just hope. <laughs> like, <laughs> like show me what's going on. Like yeah. things like that. So, you know, that's just me. I'm optimistic. It doesn't take much to please me. AMC, I mean, did, you remarked of what you wanted to see, correct? Yeah, yeah, exactly. For me, it's Final Fantasy 16. I want I want to see it. I want to see more gameplay because I'm definitely um currently in out right now but i could easily be influenced because i am a every time i've said i'm, I'm not going to buy a final fantasy game i end up buying it so yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm a mark <laughs> so just all they gotta do is just show me a little bit to make me be like ah you know this might be the one like <laughs> so i'm hoping that they they figure it out because it seems like as of right now the you know the final fantasy remakes are the only thing that have my interest um they, they seem to have uh, maybe because of the fact that they they're working with you know old characters story and content that people like are just you know love like more than anything in the world um they have a little bit more of an incentive to do that right um so i'm, I'm hoping that um they show me something with this game that gets me back in <laughs> as, as you will say well we know what it is we're looking for but uh there's some other kinds of people who don't know what the fuck they're looking for yeah. we got trouble First show says it's gonna suck. Yeah. Next show says disappointment awaits. Yeah. <laughs> Next show says so basically no God of War at this event. Shaking my hand. Yeah. <laughs> Saying this amazing. Next show says, is this their E3 presentation? Mm. There is no E3. <laughs> Last show says, about damn time, they better show something Bloodborne related. Yeah. 
<laughs> so Sony made it pretty clear you can look for PSVR2 shit and some third party shit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah. So, yeah, there basically is no God of War at this event, and they're not going to say anything Bloodborne related. It's not their ether presentation. It's just a state of play. Don't expect factions. <laughs> Don't expect factions. <laughs> Don't expect Ghost of Tushima. Don't expect Spider-Man 2. <laughs> Don't expect Wolverine. Yeah. <laughs> Don't expect none of that shit. Yeah. You already know what it is. <laughs> so let's just give them the room to possibly surprise us instead of being predisposed to disappoint. You already know. You already know damn well. Next week, we're going to be reading off a bunch of trolls complaining about where's God of War. <laughs> where's, where's Those are the only ones I'm going to pull. It's yeah. going to be an endless list. They manage the expectations every time, and yet people somehow always miss the memo. Well, it's because people mismanage their own expectations. Yeah. <laughs> That's yeah. So, yeah. Keep it brief because this is straightforward. We ain't seen none yet. They told us what to expect. None. Keep keep your expectations in check. Yeah. Stop being little belly bitches. So let's um we'll go we'll roll right into the next topic of the week. Top topic of the week, which is somewhat week. connected to state of play. This is a yeah, this is I guess somewhat of an announcement, but it was um the news was given up in a business briefing with sony in which sony announced that they plan to have 20 games at launch for the psvr 2 yes so the launch games will cover both first party and third party titles that is all the information we have so far as of right now even though we do not have a release date we do know that gorilla games is currently working on um was it horizon call it call of the mountain um (laughs) which is being developed specifically for the PSVR 2 by Fire Sprite, uh, a studio that I believe Sony acquired recently, a UK studio. Yes. So um, this could be... Already uh, hard at work. Yeah, this could possibly be something that we could see at the next state of play um, since they are going to be showing off PSVR 2 games. And this is already probably the... Um, one of the more anticipated PSVR two games. Um, I guess my question would be for you, a dub, is there anything that they could show you possibly of these 20 games that could get you interested in the PSVR two and where are you at with this, uh, you know, horizon game on VR? Honestly, it's, it's, it's a chunky tomato sauce kind of situation where it's, you don't know that you want it until it's right in front of you. So, like, I don't even know what it is with VR that would bring me in and get me into that whole situation. But, you know, eventually they're going to show me something. It's like, oh, that's that shit. So I'm just kind of... From software, Armored Core, VR game. <laughs> I wouldn't want that, though. That's, yeah. that's the thing is, like, I know, like, the big selling point for VR is oh, first person feels real, but it's, I don't even like first person. So just having a better first person interface isn't going to make me like get into it. I want to see my mech. I'm not spending all that time and energy customizing my mech, putting paint on it, putting decals. <laughs> <laughs> just so I'm staring at a simulated glass cockpit. I'm not trying to do that shit. Like pull my camera back. And, you know, that's probably the thing that would get me with VR is just if... It's like I'm in the 
I'm in the game playing it in third person, but like I'm in there watching everything going on. <laughs> yeah, because you can do that. It's just not made for it. So I, I don't know how the quality is of VR if you were to actually just try to play it like an actual video game. Because you can't, you can like just play straight up video games in VR, like third person, yeah. but it's just, it's not made for it. So it would be interesting to see if they were somehow able to do that where it's a third person game made for VR. <laughs> That'd be interesting. Um, yes. I mean, they they have made some good games, um, but yeah, I'm I'm kind of on the same boat with you. Like, I see Moss, I see Astrobot, I see that Valve game. Um, was it uh, Half Life? I don't think that's on VSR. But um, yeah, they they've got something going on. Uh, Horizon. They showed a little bit in that teaser trailer, and you know, it's a lot of it's like, oh, how cool it'd be to be up close to these gigantic mechs. But um, yeah, but if it's, you know, you get it and then you have a bow and arrow and it's a shooting gallery, then that's that's kind of rough. Um, so it'll be interesting to see how they make that work. But, um, you know, Gorilla, they 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 went from first party. They went first party. They went from first person to third person, made that shit work. And so maybe they could maybe they can make that next step over to VR and make that shit work too. They might have that magic hand, that magic touch that Sony loved. And that's why they promoted your boy to president um so yeah so here's here's what you do if you want to make vr like to me vr vr will be like cemented as just one of the greatest platforms of all time if somebody is creative and talented enough to perfectly replicate that scene in Suicide Squad when Margot Robbie has the two pistols and she's just spinning around shooting everybody coming through all the doors. Yeah. <laughs> if you can, with those, with that visual quality and that gameplay in VR, like if you could just do that scene and do it perfectly, VR is the shit. Yeah. Yeah. It's just the, um, the balance that they have to figure out is that you can't go too quick in VR. <laughs> but yet like you want to feel like you're in the action and so there's just there's that perfect balance that they're trying to find but i mean they, they have better hardware i know that they've um upgraded it in many ways so that you know some of the um the eye tracking is a lot better so that the, the quality will hold up when you're like fucking freaking out <laughs> <laughs> your eyes are just like darting from the side to side uh it's also real yeah, yeah uh but yeah so um yeah i it's yeah, they find that game. I mean, I know a lot of people like. I mean, there there have been games that have worked. They made Resident Evil was it seven work in yeah. VR um, and so many other games. And so it's just one of those things that they've now had time to you know test out everything with the original PSVR. And so now this one is should be the all right. We've kind of thrown a lot of shit out there. We know what works. We know what doesn't. Take what what works and now just like just add on that build on that innovate on that and hopefully within this generation they have that you know that console seller um as it is as you would put it and so um i i'm, I'm interested 20 games that's um that's great that shows that they're you know a lot of people just because you got to throw it out there people sit there and they're like oh sony doesn't support their their peripherals even though they just, they just dropped millions of dollars on making a second one <laughs> sony doesn't support their family yeah um and yeah and it's coming from independent developers third-party people and first party so they're, they're trying to get all these um these partnerships working and uh yeah if if just maybe two of those 20 games are hot it's great because that, that is a thing i will say is that it's not 
I wouldn't say depressing, but it does. You do look at it and, you know, lift an eyebrow every month when you look at the uh, PlayStation Store top downloads and you get to that VR section and it just goes back and forth between Super Hot and Beat Saber. <laughs> uh, and so, yeah, you need, you need a couple more games in there to kind of, um, you know, just build that out a little bit because we already know what's hot, but, you know, you just got to get that library going. But um, yeah, that's all I got for that story. A-Dub, you want to take care of the next topic of the week? Top topic of the week. I got a, got a bit of good news. Got a bit of horror-related news. Mm. You know how I feel about some horror. Love me some survival horror. Love me some science fiction. So this little title that I'm about to inform you about is coming together as that perfect blend. This is from the creators of Dead Space, Callisto Protocol. They had the big Game Informer cover story this past week. Now we got new screenshots. We got new details. Uh, before, it was revealed that the game was going to be involved in the PUBG universe, but apparently it has grown so much that it's just going to be its own thing. Uh, we know that the game's basic story has you 300 years in the future. You're playing as a pilot by the name of Jacob Lee, and you're forced to make your way through prison on Jupiter's Callisto Moon. It's been overrun by horrifying monsters. And when I say horrifying, I, I really mean it. Like, stuff nightmare fuel things that'll just make you second guess reality like vr but but scary like a thing where a guy's got like one mouth but like two heads kind of <laughs> competing for space and like it's it's just rows of teeth and you see those cold dead eyes of this big hulking creature so yeah man callisto protocol it's going to be doing horror the way that we hear control issues think that horror may need to be done so what you've come to learn is that the protagonist is just an average cargo ship pilot they don't have any special training so this is right in line with the dead space fiction where you're just an engineer who was coming to fix a ship next thing you know you got to fight your way through necromorphs that have infested its innards moving on over the course of the game you'll get new weapons uh, in the demo, the Game Informer had your only, you only have a baton, a pistol, a shotgun, and a device called a GRP, and that lets you push and pull items or enemies across the environment. So this is reminiscent of the Kinesis tool from Dead Space that allows you to pick up items, loose items in the environment that sometimes are more beneficial to use than your ammunition and your weapons. For instance, you cut off a piece of an alien and then while that piece is in midair, you grab it with the kinesis tool and then you shoot it in its face and you impale it against the wall because that's how you take down an necromorph using the least amount of ammunition. So yeah, uh, they say a combination of every weapon at your disposal will often be needed to get through combat encounters with the gross once human monsters called biophages. Uh, let's see, uh, the player won't ever feel particularly powerful. This is an important note because some games, while cool, are getting the survival horror thing a little bit wrong in that, you know, it the good survival horror always had you at pretty much a disadvantage, whether by design or just by the mechanics of the game. I mean, Resident Evil, it was a little bit of both because while you could really just dispense justice <laughs> as you saw fit, um, it's just the controls, <laughs> those tank controls, where you have to turn in place, 
to pick a direction and only then could you move in that direction. Like you could turn as you're running, but it was just so imprecise that like your movement was almost the scariest thing to encounter in that game. But yeah, with games like Dead Space and such, we're moving into what quote unquote fans refer to as action horror and where they try to separate Dead Space from other survival horror games, but that didn't work. Anyway, but with these games, it's like, yeah, you can move around freely. You can move and aim at the same time. It's precise. Like, it, it has competent shooter controls, these kinds of games. But, like, this is better where they're coming at it where you don't feel particularly powerful. Uh, the way that they're doing this is, in their own words, we want you to be afraid of single enemies. All these tools we built up for Jacob are to deal with the difficulty as opposed to coming at it from the end of, hey, you can kill all these cool things, now let's make some enemies. We did it in reverse for that very reason. You feel scared and you have to make the right calls at the right time. So that is a big deal. It should be about split second decision making, not, all right, I got 12 rounds. If I shoot him in the face four times, it's probably dead. And then I hit him with the melee to be sure. Is it's very easy to get formulaic in those kind of games. And, you know, a lot of the, that's why some of the criticism against a game like Dead Space didn't really make sense to me because people were like, oh, you know, it's not really survival horror because you have to kill everything. It's like, no, you, you didn't. There were situations in which you were locked within a room and you could only leave once you eliminated everything in there. But more often than not, you can just run out of a door and get through an encounter and save your ammunition or, you know, don't put yourself in danger, especially if you've already explored the whole region. So for Callisto Protocol to then lean further into that and like, like this is what it's about. This is, this is what generates the fear because the enemies aren't things that you can just easily knock over or come into a room like, all right, not only am I going to kill everything in here, but here's how I'm going to do it. You know, I'm gonna pull this off the wall, impale that one. I'm gonna push that one off the ledge. I'm gonna cut this one's knees off and step on its head. Like, you know, I, I wanted to be like, all right, there are two things in here. I don't know where the fuck they are, and if they see me first, it's over. So I gotta move carefully. I gotta, <laughs> I gotta pick the right doors. I gotta pick the right windows. So, you know, hearing all this information, hearing me obviously ooze enthusiasm. How do you feel about Callisto Protocol and the new Info AMC? Um, I mean, one, just trying to follow it. I'm, I've, I've been watching the trailer <laughs> as you're talking about it, and my God, it doesn't look like something I would want to play, Ado. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> it's one of the only things I want to play. It's like the drooling monsters, um, just hideous to figure things. As I said, I just got the... Um, I just got the urge to play Dead Space. And, you know, it is one of those things, too. It's like, if it comes out and it ends up being like, this is a game of a generation, then it, it, it gets on my radar. And that's kind of like where I'm at with Dead Space. Normally, I'm not interested in those games, but then Dead Space comes out. I got to hear about it all the time from A-Dub. I got to see it all the time because A-Dub's always, always playing it. Mm. And then I see it and I'm like, damn, this game's actually pretty dope. I might, have to, just, I might have to just get over some shit and play this game. <laughs> and then they they go ahead and they're like, you know, what? we're going to remake it on the PS5. And it's like, well, fuck. Like, now I have to play this game because it's going to be everything that would have been awesome about that game. But now it's just taken to another level with better hardware. And so, yeah, I got to play Dead Space. And so... As you mentioned, if it's within that vein, um, 
I'll, I'll be interested just based on the reaction. A lot of it, uh, a lot of it is going to come down to critical reception, as I say, Dub. For me personally, but I am happy to hear that that we're getting more of these. Um, not enough, you know. I felt like there was like a period where, you know, like Capcom has been like kind of holding it down for survival horror. There was like Evil Within, but like you know, I always kind of heard like mixed reviews on those games. Um, and so yeah, we're like waiting for like that next like banger of like a um, you know survival horror style game, especially like um, as you described, like you like that sci-fi horror when it comes to Dead Space. Um, kind of just takes you to like aliens and things like that. Exactly. Yeah, and so alien, uh, alien versus predator. <laughs> yeah. Yes. <laughs> predator. <laughs> yeah. Um, and so yeah. Uh, to get like more solid, like just good versions of these games and not just like, well, here's just another horror game and it's not great, but like, you know, it's, it's, oh, you give you a couple of jump scares. So have fun with this. Um, jump scares. Yeah. Like a game that's like just hold, that holds it down on its own outside of just like, you know, being good for the genre. And so we need more of those. And so, yeah, if this game lives up to that like um that expectation then it's going to you know it'll, it'll, it'll definitely come across my interest all right dead space already did a good job of scaring you without relying on the jump scare i mean of course you're you're in a derelict mining ship floating in deep space like shit's gonna jump out at you that's all that's gonna happen but at the same time they still created different kinds of horror within Dead Space, like with their use of lighting and just just level design and key moments, as well as as you backtrack through the game, areas would change depending on the activity there. And then you start to see the cult activity, like, oh, these motherfuckers are in league with the creatures. (laughs) 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 Or something like that. I don't know, man. It's... What I will say say too is... um, Playing Elden Ring may be preparing me to for those jump scares because, like, going into those caves and motherfuckers just jumping from like the, the roof <laughs> to attack me out of nowhere. Like, I'm like giants, <laughs> giants those those little like uh, goblin guys that like like cling to the walls. Um, oh, yeah, like I, yeah, when I walk <laughs> into a tomb, I'm definitely just like just looking all, at every ceiling, every roof, like just making sure like shit doesn't like just pop off um there's always there's always a dude like right around the corner that's like kind of a statue looking <laughs> and, like you step out into you step out into the hallway and then he just gets you real quick um so yeah like they're, they're definitely real like, quick <laughs> yeah. so there's definitely like those moments in elden ring that kind of prepare you for to expect the unexpected and with that maybe that will you know prepare me to play these games a little bit more and if if I were to design a scene, like I would have it to where the statues look like statues and you walk past them and everything's good, but I'd have them move like real smooth and quietly. So you're moving through and you keep passing these statues, but you don't see it, but then they're slowly like moving and gathering in a group and following you. (laughs) And then you finally turn around and you see like 20 statues just all staring at you. That's straight up a, in on this show, Doctor Who, they had these, I think these enemies called like the weeping 
ah, fuck, I'm about to fuck it up. And Doctor Who fans are just yeah. fucking Doctor Who fans. I think they're called like Weeping Willows or something like that. But there are these statues that basically same same thing, kind of like the 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 ghosts in Mario, where like you, you turn around and they're like right behind you. <laughs> they keep moving, and you turn around, and they're right behind you. They just keep following you like that. Yeah, that would be great. That'd be a great thing to have in a video game, I'd say. Oh man. Dead Space is going to be awesome. I mean, with, with everything they did for the Dead Space remake, I know that's that's just going to be awesome being what it is, but then having the creators coming and making a spiritual successor, like that's... I've been waiting to see what else they could be, they could be capable of. And I feel like Dead Space was tragically cut short at a number three. We should have at least gotten a Dead Space but we're getting Callisto Protocol, and it looks like it's all the the vision and creativity that those developers had in a whole new product for a whole new audience. So I'm very excited about that. Uh, AMC, you got our next topic of the week. Top, top, topic, topic of, of the, the week. week. Uh, this is my last one. I know there's one other big one, but I'll leave that to you because I didn't play that game. So this one... <laughs> <laughs> this could be kind of a quick hit because I don't really got much to say about this one. It's just a, you know, in the season of acquisitions, this is one that somewhat flew under the radar, but yet it's one of the biggest, or not really an acquisition because this one is a merger, but, you know, mergers and acquisitions, same department. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, um, this one is between Take-Two and Zynga. And you might be wondering, like, well, why is Take-Two uh, and Zynga a big deal? But let's just back. I thought they merged already. I thought they, I thought they would just happen this week. Let me double check that. Uh, and, uh, oh, you know what? Take two like bought Zynga. Yeah, it, like yeah. They, I think it, it's it became official this week. Is basically what happened. Uh, and so here are the details. So take, on it. <laughs> yeah. So take two and Zynga have merged in what for for the moment is the biggest corporate deal in gaming history. Um, for the moment, because once that once that Microsoft, um, goddamn Activision. That one gets approved and we're, we're all set there and you know the, the doj gets out of the way <laughs> then that will be the biggest one <laughs> <Fucking Merrick>. <laughs> yeah <laughs> but uh yeah so uh the stockholders of each of each company approved all proposals last thursday and shares of zynga ceased trading after the market closed on friday yesterday zynga shareholders received three dollars and fifty cents and 0. 0.0406 take two shares for every share of zynga Get that money, get them shares, mm. adding up to an enormous twelve point seven billion dollars for the deal to be done. Um, in case you're wondering why this is a big deal, the money involved is eye-watering. <laughs> Damn, this uh, this article is just all the all the words. Uh, the totally. money involved, <laughs> yeah, the money involved is eye-watering. Though, so are the brands involved. Take Two's most famous asset is the Grand Theft Auto franchise, but is also known for the likes of NBA 2K, WWE games, Bioshock. Mm-hmm. Borderlands and Civilization. Uh, Zynga is probably best known for Farmville and Words with Friends. Has a huge slate of successful mobile titles, including Golf Rival and CSR Racing Series and a raft of casino-type games. Uh, But basically... (laughs) Yeah, I I should, like... I'm going to look it up to see where I got this article because I was reading straight up from it and they were just all over the place with it. Um, But yeah, um, as you can see right there, just two i guess conglomerate two major companies as we as as you know 
take two has made the game that just will never stop making money <laughs> and uh grand theft auto but notably grand theft auto online and um and then you look at it zynga is just the major player in the mobile space and so that those two companies coming together to become just the ultimate publisher is gonna just bring in so much money adub <laughs> um i don't really have much to say there i mean do you have any comments here before we move on to the next story I mean, I, I missed out on yet another opportunity to make some loot, so yeah. that's never a good thing. <laughs> <laughs> no, nothing else to say about it. Take two takes a bigger piece of pie. Yeah, I know. So like, getting bigger. That was like one of those things when all the acquisitions were going down. A lot of people were like, "Oh, like is Sony going to get Take Two? Well, <laughs> if, if, if anybody wants Take Two, that that dollar amount is going to be a ridiculous amount. So I, mm-hmm. it's going to be hard for, for me to believe that anybody's going to be picking them up anytime soon. Nobody's buying it anytime <laughs> soon. Yeah. Oh, and they, they're not selling out with that Grand Theft Auto money coming in. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, they don't need your help at all, for anybody's help. Uh, people, consoles will be begging for them to put their game on there. So yeah, they have nothing to worry about at this point. And uh, PC Gamer wrote that just because, you know, Anyways, Ada, what's what's in the next topic of the week? Top topic of the week. Got a little heavy hitter. That ass. We got uh, some information on Star Wars Celebration. Mm-hmm. I mean, we got trailers and previews for a bunch of television series. Lots of updates. We we got Obi Wan going. Obi Wan going Obi-Wan on currently. What is happening? Star Wars is just awesome. Whole other shit. You are the chosen one. They got the Ahsoka series. We know Mandalorian season three is coming back. Uh, But we we got a little surprise announcement. Something a little unexpected. Uh, But something very, very timely. Something very necessary. uh, Something that has just created ripples in the water that will be felt for the 2023 Game of the Year season. uh, We got a trailer and a release window for Star Wars Jedi Survivor. I to survive. Yes. It would have been awesome if it started Beyonce, but <laughs> <laughs> but that's besides the point. Yeah, we got your man Cal Kestis back. He's coming. It, we, I don't I can't I don't even know where to begin with the story. We got a new Sith Lord that I've never seen before. Cal might be finding a new ally with some dude who looks like he spent too long in the in, in vitro fertilization. Yeah, I thought it was I thought it was Raiden. I was like, oh, is Raiden's in Sorry. Right. Yeah. <laughs> War never changes. <laughs> in that, what is it? The uh in Dragon Ball and they put him in the pod, <laughs> like a healing <laughs> in the water. That looked like that looked like what the was going healing on. Healing in the water. It was in the uh, the Frieza saga. Like um, Goku got fucked. I think Vegeta got fucked up, and they put him in this like this vat of water, and he's just healing in there. And then when he gets out, he's now. Oh yeah, the, the the tank. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and Goku spends like the whole fight in the tank. <laughs> yeah, comes out ready. <laughs> he was super saiyan the first time. <laughs> you couldn't believe it. But this ain't about Vegeta. This is about Calcastus. This yes. is about. Uh, galaxy far far away a long long time ago <laughs> so yeah uh cal Kestis is back our little our little homie bd is back <laughs> actually the robot got a, a a lego set and it looked pretty dope so mm-hmm. 
hopefully the scalpers don't don't buy that out and have it on stock extra twice its retail value because I'm trying to trying to get some of these shits that are coming out let the real fans get it anyway I mean it's it was a cinematic trailer it's boasting some very impressive visuals so we at least know that the cutscenes will be on point if you guys aren't aware Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order was the original that the sequel will be carrying on from it was a Souls-like Star Wars experience from developers Respawn through EA as the publisher and yeah man, it it kind of, it didn't come out of nowhere but for the I guess the hype and anticipation that was going into it it seems like it deserved a little because what the game was, in no way was perfect, but was a very well-done experience of Star Wars as a Souls-like. So that was just crazy, having those Force powers running around in, in interconnected levels and going to different planets, and they're just all like these different levels. It just, it was, I'm kind of losing my train of thought, just getting lost in the various worlds of Jedi Fallen Order. So Jedi Survivor, if it's bringing at least as much to the table, but just, you know, more polished with greater attention to detail, keep that top grid combat system, give me some better, you know, more nuanced and interactive force powers, we'll be good to go. AMC, you've seen the trailer, you've read some of the information. I, I don't believe you play Fallen Order, but how are you feeling about Star Wars Jedi Survivor? And, um... I actually I feel like a little bit of pressure because you know we had this discussion the other week. I was like sitting there and I was like, I'm debating between like the games I need to go back and play. Resident, oh, was it Red Dead Redemption Two and Fallen Order? And A Dub actually gave the seal of approval to jump into Fallen Order, even though like Red Dead obviously is amazing. Um, yes. And so yeah, the, the I was it was on my radar. It's always on sale for like ten bucks or less. <laughs> like it's so it's like they're basically just trying to give it to me at this point. And um, yeah, I always heard great things about it. And knowing that it's coming this soon, there is a sense of urgency to now go and play because it, it is a game that I'm uh, definitely interested in playing. And especially being that it was, you know, after the uh, the fallout with, you know, Battlefront 2 and then mm -hmm. like EA and their exclusivity deal with Disney and blah, blah, blah. Um, this was the game that kind of kicked off the the return of star wars and that like even though this was like published still by ea developed by respawn it was like a return it was like all right we're getting good star wars we got a good star wars game and then next thing you know all these other the exclusivity deal ends and we got all these other developers working on star wars games but this is like the this right now is like kind of the foundation of the star wars franchise in the gaming space as far as like we can count on these games to be good and now if we get some other good games then whatever massive's game is and uh whatever you know david cage has as is, is brewing brewing up uh yeah there's there's something that we have coming but we can always expect these to be good and you know my excitement is is already there for a game that i haven't even played uh i'm super excited to go out and play this one um survivor looked at the trailer i'm going to try to avoid as much as possible because they pretty much said everything that you read about this will be a spoiler if you read anything about survivor <laughs> so i'm going to try to avoid all of that but um yeah I'm, I'm i'm happy i'm happy that people are excited for a new star wars game there's not this um star wars fatigue that that you might like hear from other people in, when it comes to the movies and so yeah this is um this is a good thing i'm excited but i can't really say much more because i don't really know much more about the game Ado. 
you're gonna get to know more about it because mm-hmm. we're gonna we're gonna get you on that original. Yes. Oh man, I I can't wait to have a whole new canvas with which to paint. Just using my force powers in every possible way to see all the different the different reactions that I can cause. I'm still tripping on the time I crushed an enemy with a cement block. And <laughs> 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 just I like I don't know how we got set up, but he got between he got between like the block and a wall and i was like i wonder if i can just one hit kill him if i force push this block pushed it <laughs> oh, it was just so smooth so so creative so spur of the moment is that's the kind of stuff that i live for in gaming just those little things like if i shoot that i wonder what happens if i move this if i if i attack this if i step this way when they do that, like, what's going to happen? Like, oh, fell off the edge. Oh. <laughs> uh, the, that emerging gameplay, AMC, just, uh, I hope they lean into that. I hope they understand that people were finding different kinds of ways to manipulate the game in order to get the appropriate outcomes. Almost force pushing giant monsters over cliffs, like jumping at me, force pushing them in midair, and just over a cliff, dead. <laughs> This is, it's so if you really get into it and really let the forest flow through you like you'll you'll create scenes and situations that don't at first seem possible like man I, I walked into a cluster of enemies had to be about a half dozen of them just swinging my lightsaber knocking lasers away and I would identify like the gaps in their firing take a dude out a guy would swing at me, counter, kick him in the chest, <laughs> take him out, block some more lasers. Like everybody is point blank range. Like it doesn't make any sense. I know I'm rambling. <laughs> I'm feeling good today. It's just Jedi Fallen Order was a gem of a game. And everybody, if you're a Star Wars fan, a Souls fan, or both, you you need to have Fallen Order under your belt and you need to be excited for Survivor. Yes. All right. We have any other stories, A-Dub? I'm fresh out. I'm tapped out. Tapped out. I got a little quick hit. Uh, Sony has announced that not only will Horizon be getting a television series, but so will God of War Mm. and Gran Turismo. Mm. So Horizon will be getting a series for Netflix. God of War will be getting a series for Amazon. And both of those services are within my family. So... I will be watching both of those shows. And Grant's Rismo is going to get a show. They want the director from District 9 working on Grant's Rismo. So that leaves a lot to the imagination. It could go anyway. I just want to see hot ass cars going fast on lush scenic environments. I want to see, I want to see Aloy running around shooting dinosaurs. I want to see, I want to see your man Kratos. I hope it's just Christopher Judge with white makeup on. <laughs> 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 and like still have the the teal insignia on his forehead yes. wearing mantis armor <laughs> <laughs> i love that man AMC, how do you feel about sony doing exactly what they said they would be doing when jim ryan came in and revealed the long-term vision for the company and making their their properties more media saturated we'll say 
you know, taking them from just the twin sticks and putting them, putting them on the silver screen, putting them on the interweb. Yeah, I mean, like that was that was pretty much why they said like the biggest part of well, not the biggest part, but a major, a major, I guess, uh, selling point for them to acquire Bungie was the fact that they could do this cross media thing, and. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like there's that's that's the one that I'm I'm very excited for once they eventually like once we know what's happening there as far as like a show a movie things like that mm-hmm. uh, just because there's so much lore to Destiny and it was one of those things that while playing the game I didn't take enough time to really get into it and then by the time you want to do that it's just you know you're you're behind and it, there's so much and you can't really go back and so yeah it i think that's one of those things um they have the characters they have the story they have the content everything's there and it's just ripe to be like, adapted to a tv series specifically if i mean they could always do a movie but um yeah i'm, I'm definitely looking forward to seeing what happens with destiny uh, but yeah um normally i would roll my eyes at this shit but uncharted did well People liked it, mm-hmm. and that was one of those ones where, <laughs> yeah, like that was one of those ones. Like you saw Tom Holland, you saw Mark Wahlberg, and you're like, "This is going to be a piece of crap." And then not having it, yeah. And then people went to the theaters, and they're like, "You know, it wasn't bad." So, yeah. <laughs> so yeah, it's like one of those things that gives you hope for. Then, like, all right, well, if they did this right, um, you know, HBO's handling Last of Us, so you assume that that's in good hands. Mm-hmm. Um, We'll see how Netflix does. I did like, I am liking the Witcher series, even though those seem to be based more on the books as opposed to the games, but you know, same world. Uh, that series is great. And so we we are in this, like, even I didn't watch it, but you told me that that animated series from fucking at right games or league of legends or whatever was good. Yes, so Arcane. I think Sonic is doing well. <laughs> like they, Sonic Sonic, I watched, I watched Sonic, not yeah, the they, sequel, but the original. And I was like, you know what? I'm having it. Shit. Chip and Dale. Yeah. Yeah. That Chip was Dale. fun. Chip and Dale looks great, but uh, that's more. Yeah. Anyways. Um, yeah. So, <laughs> yeah. So the, there's a lot going on there. Um, as far as like the video gaming space, we know that there's a Mario movie coming and yeah, as I said, um, a, there's a momentum going of just you know good stuff there's not like the there's not that mortal Kombat. i think it was annihilation whatever that second one was that followed up the uh original mortal Kombat movie which was like good i'm sure if i went back and watched yes. it it'd be a piece of shit but they did a a sequel and it was just god awful it was it was bad like it was it was <laughs> like i don't even know if it was campy bad like because it was just bad like I, they it was appropriately titled <laughs> yeah it was so bad and um that was kind of like you know that was reflective of that time of like you know we just can't get good video game movies and shows and things like that i mean anime i mean the street fighters were killing it but you know the u.s wasn't into that anime zone at that time not yet it not wouldn't yet. take the world by storm yeah several uh, years later exactly um and so now we're we are in this good space where we're getting you know pretty good content in that space from you know video gaming those adaptations and so yeah I'm, I'm looking forward to that i'm interested to see god of war because i really love this current um i guess trilogy or not even trilogy um this current uh god of war space that we have and in the uh you know the god of war not even uh what is it i guess god of war what we call it god of war 2016 when did it come out the last one 2018 yeah god of war 2018 um that those have been good. Got it. Got a dad. Those one. Those ones are good. Got but I'm, a dad. 
<laughs> I am interested to see if they're actually going to start off with the, um, you know, the I hate my dad Kratos, where he's like, uh, Ares, <laughs> Zeus, I hate all of you. You're all my dad, but you're not, and I'm going to kill all of you. Like, it'll be interesting to see if they go back to that God of War. The, uh, Menendez God of War. Yeah, the, uh, the one that we had when we were teenagers and we had all that teenage angst. And so we were, we we're loving all the titties and all that, that version of PlayStation. <laughs> that, um, Fred, that Fred Durst got a war. Yeah. Before, before Sony grew up with us. And so I, I am interested to see if they go back to that so that we kind of have an understanding of, you know, Kratos origin and how he got so pale <laughs> and all that good stuff. Um, and so knowing that if they do go to that, how they handle that, because that is one of those things where it's like, you know, people love that God of War, but also they look at it as of that time. <laughs> so um, how they can do that in a, I guess, a more mature um, setting, we'll say from a, a video game, like audience standpoint. Um, and then, yeah, Horizon. I don't really know much about that story, but that could look really awesome CG wise and um, whatever else you mentioned. We already got Spider-Man. Um, so yeah, uh, I, I think Sony Sony kind of knows what they're doing. They didn't fuck up Uncharted completely. So if that's a sign <laughs> of, of things to come, um, I'm I'm looking forward to seeing what they do with these franchises. I like your optimism, AMC. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I also have optimism. I'm optimistic with what they can do. I mean, it's we have so many good showrunners and production designers and costumers it's like so many good shows that everybody's being inspired by learning from working on most importantly so it, it isn't like i mean this is the best time for all this kind of stuff for all that 80s content that just never got the justice it deserved in the media like this is the time for all of it to come back all that 80s 90s shit so you know it's like I want all the video games. I want all the cartoons. <laughs> I want everything to come back. But this is a good step. We're getting the modern stuff. And yeah, man, this is great. I mean, people be watching Horizon, watching God of War. Get your mama on it. Get your dad on it. They go, man, they're cradles. Because <laughs> you know your parents just love watching TV. So this is, and this is also a good way to get parents who aren't gamers to understand gaming because they can just consume the story oriented elements without having to watch or deal with all the, the gameplay aspect of it. So if they understand the story and the characters, then that'll make it more palatable for them to sit there and watch somebody playing that experience that those shows are based on. Mm -hmm. Just my thought, but as a quick hit, uh, got one last one. No Man's Sky. Yet another free update for that ass. Uh, this one, it, it does a lot. They all do a lot. But the main points on this were that it's called Leviathan. And that's because it introduces giant space whales that now fly through the sky. So, yeah. you know, take that for what it's worth or whatever you think it is because whatever you imagine probably isn't what you're going to see. And it's kind of glorious to look at. So I'll leave that to you. And the other big aspect is that there's a new expedition. And this one involves uh, your character being stuck in a time loop. And when you perish, you start that time loop over. So I guess you're seeing where I'm going with this. It's a very roguelike expedition 
where the idea is for the community to work together to figure out how to break this time loop and get out of the room. <laughs> so, you know, it sounds interesting, you know, Roblox is my favorite kind of game. Uh, not enough for me to get back into No Man's Sky. You know, I might fire it up just to see what's going on. AMC, is this enough to get you back on that Sean Murray train? Nah, I mean, <laughs> it looked great. It looked awesome. All these uh, just updates are, are fun and cool. They put out a game within a game. That's that's great within itself. Um, but yeah, nah, I mean, if I was going to get in and out, I would be in it right now. I've <laughs> so, been done, did it. I've been done, did it. Um, yeah, so it's cool. I like to see it. I like to see what they're doing. I like them to see them just continually dunk on the people who hated on them for, for shit that they did. A lifetime ago yeah. um and so yeah it's uh it looks great looks awesome but yeah not, not for me a dub i even looking in the comment section not one negative remark yeah they moved on a dub they might have moved uh, on only took six years yeah it only took <laughs> only took cyberpunk to come out <laughs> yeah only took cyberpunk and endless praise for elden ring <laughs> uh you can't be game of the year that's primary dips (laughs) we can't accept this (laughs) shut up nerd dorks playing the greatest games of all time you over here complaining about a frame rate dip like 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 we didn't come from lesser yeah exactly (laughs) remember 24 frames per second (laughs) yeah exactly all right well do you have any final words before we get out of here all is well. Enjoy yourselves. Well, this is Control Issues. I have been sleep. And this is Andrew. We are Control Thanks for playing. Sucker.